Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Hey, this is Frank Whaley over here. Oh my God, oh my God, I'm looking at the Instagram to find out what number this is, and yesterday was 4.44, and right now it's 4.44 p.m. Okay. But this is the 45th okay, this episode. Is, four, this 40, is insane. Four at 4.44. Crazy. What are the chances? I just peed a little bit. Ah, uh, well, you know, we're going to cut right to the chase because someone in this house stinks and needs a bath. I know, but I've just been busy. You know, I'm talking about the dog. You got to take the dog for a bath. So we're going to make this quick. And oh, I'm my gonna God. Get, I'm going to get right to the chase. Do you want a Talk letter? Talk about trivial oh my God, story straight out the Whaley house. <laughs> Now I'm going to have to use two audio files because the next thing I'm going to say is, do you want a letter? Next, you'll be telling us about how our dishwasher stopped oh, working this morning and you and I had to go to Lowe's, Home Depot, PC Richards and & Son, and Best Buy. That is Trivial Stories Straight out of Willie House. <laughs> It, it was a big bummer. Shopping for appliances is the worst thing ever. First of all, they're so expensive. Second of all, the people who work in these stores never give two shits about you needing help or caring what kind of a dishwasher you're going to get. And also, there's a freaking appliance shortage. Uh, I usually have my assistant who wrangles my assistant, my appliance assistant. I usually have my assistant get in touch with my appliance assistant, who, who then calls another assistant who actually goes to the appliance center. But they've all, been, they've all been furloughed. Well, anyway, we got ourselves a dishwasher, and now our only problem is getting it installed because apparently all the dishwasher install people have COVID and can't, can't make it. Damn, Shia LaBeouf. I'm just looking at something about Shia LaBeouf. I thought that you were using that as like an expression. Damn, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> well, he was with somebody by the name of FKA Twigs. Yeah, that's Robert Pattinson's old girlfriend. I got to get an FKA before my name. FKA Frank. That's somebody, From now on, you can call me FKA Frank. All right. Anyway, evidently, and this is the quote from Shia LaBeouf. I have been abusive to myself. And everyone around me for years. I have a history of hurting the people closest to me. Because this woman, FKA Twigs, has filed a lawsuit against <gasps> Shia LaBeouf. For what? Accusing him of relentless abuse. No way. Okay, so I want to hear more about this abuse. What kind of abuse? Well, he's, she says that he sexually and physically assaulted and battered the singer. And, and he's saying, yeah, I do that all the time. Her, her name is Talila DeBrett Barnett and knowingly gave her sexually transmitted <gasps> disease. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, the, what an asshole. She also described several instances of physical abuse in interviews. What I went through with Shia was the worst thing I've ever been through in the whole of my life. I, I mean, I am shocked. And I don't he, think people would ever think that it would happen to me, but I think that's the thing. It can happen to anybody. Okay. Barnett told the New York Times that she would that he would squeeze her arm to the point of bruising. Now you've done that to me, and I don't consider that abuse. 
she didn't go to the police at first because she wanted to harm his career because she, quote, thought her account would not be taken seriously. Man. Well, Shia. Wait, hang on. I have some questions. Go ahead. So she filed this lawsuit, and his response is to come out and make this statement. I have been horribly abusive to everyone who I care about for my whole life. Yeah. That's not going to get you out of it, Shia. You don't get to just say, yeah, she's right. I've done that. I've been terrible. And then it goes away. Yeah. Why would he say that? He addressed the allegations in several emails to the newspaper saying he was in no position to, quote, tell anyone how my behavior made them feel. I have no excuses for my alcoholism or aggression. Only rationalizations. I've been abusing, ab- abusive to myself and everyone around me for years. Oh, but his, his abuse to himself, I'm sure, is more important. I have a history of hurting the people closest to me, and I'm ashamed of that history, and I'm sorry to those I hurt. There's nothing else I can really say. Um, you could say goodbye to your money because yeah, you're going to get sued. But like, but like, what an asshole that he says that he's abusive to himself. You know who I've hurt the most? Myself. What a narcissist. What a dick. He also said... Um, Many of the allegations were not true, but explained he owed the woman, quote, the opportunity to air their statements publicly and accept accountability for those things I have done. Mm, I'm not buying it. I'm not, I'm not buying, buying it. it at all. I'll tell you one thing, though. If I had a nickel for every time you squeeze my arm till it was bruised, I'd have, a, I'd have $10.84. Well, you know what's a little bit funny is that we used to do this thing in public where if you went to go, like, grab, like, grab my arm, like, just to sort of, like, affectionately hold my arm, I would say, get your hands off me. Yeah, that's funny. You really loud, and people would always stare and think that you were, you were grabbing me. We also lived down the street from Rufus Wainwright, and every time we, we saw him walking down the street, you would scream, Rufus! I think we've told that story on here. It's one of my favorites. Okay, now it's time for that letter. <laughs> this letter comes to us from Stephen. And Stephen sent this via the Whaley Family Hour website. Is this the person I want to know my hat size? Nope. Okay. Someone wanted to know my hat size. They did? Yeah, I don't know. Never mind. Go on. Uh, okay. Hilarious episode today. It hit the spot after a tough day for my wife and I. My huh. question or need for advice. I love to give advice. I love to give advice. Uh-huh. And usually I give unsolicited advice. So when somebody a- actually solicits advice, it's a special day for me. Yes. Uh, My 23-year-old son is six months away from graduating from college where he has been focusing on a bachelor's degree in fine arts with a focus on film studies. He's a good kid, gets pretty good grades, but he is very young, 23, if you know what I mean. He has told us he is quitting school because when he moves out to Hollywood soon to start his career, he will start out at the bottom being a production assistant anyway, and having a bachelor's degree won't matter. My wife and I are beside ourselves as we feel that it is very important for him to get that degree out of the way as you never know what the future may hold. What do both of you advise? Would you stand by and let him quit school when he's so close to being done, or would you be the heavy and lecture him about the importance of finishing the degree to get it behind him and then focus on Hollywood and making his movie afterwards. Good question. Get the damn degree. You're six months away, kid. What are you doing? That's my advice. And I have reasons for that too. Number one, you're not going to be a production assistant assistant forever. You might start there, but presumably you will move forward in your career. And having an education can only serve to help you. Not only that, the purpose of an education is to educate yourself. It's not just to get a job. I remember when I was a sophomore or maybe a freshman in college, I was talking to a bunch of people. They were, I think, a year older than me. And we were all talking about what we were studying, what we wanted to do with our lives. And one of the guys uh, said, I'm going to be a chef. And I was like, well, then what are you doing at Colby College? And he said, getting an education. 
And that guy is a very famous chef now, Wiley Dufresne. And so that's what I would say to your son, Stephen. He's got to get an education because it's better to be an educated person, especially if you only have six months left. What do you think, Frank? I would, I prefer to say seven and a quarter, which is my hat size. Right. But what do you think this kid should do? Should he stay in school? Oh, I got to answer this. I can't answer the other one. Okay. No. Uh, I, I, hell no. No stay in school? He Crazy? should quit? Girl, what are you talking about? First of all, if I was this Steven, I'd call the school and say, I want my money back because you fucked up and now my kid wants to quit school. That'd be my first call. Or I'd say, can I get a refund for the last six months? His kid is right. You don't need a college education. You just need luck and timing and hustle. If you want to be in show business, sounds like his kid wants to be in show business. Biggest mistake I made. Now, I went to school on a, on a, on a free ride from the government, the Educational Opportunity Program. Sent me to State University of New York at Albany, where I studied theater. The most useless degree uh, in the history of colleges and history and degrees. So if I had to do over again when I was 17 and I graduated from high school, I turned 18 in July after I finished high school, I'd have brought my ass to New York City and hustled. I'd be four years ahead of the game. And I looked, I was 18. I looked really young. I could have been on, you know, who knows what sitcom? I made a fortune. I wouldn't be sitting here in this damn closet right now. Okay. Wait, but if so, this kid wants to be a filmmaker, I don't think he wants to be an actor. Doesn't matter, Heather. It's even easier to be a filmmaker. Go out there to Hollywood. Okay. Start knocking on doors. Start making short films. Look, when I when I was when I started directing films, you had to have nine hundred tons of equipment and dollars. Now you can take the iPhone mini and make your damn movie. Well, hang on. That's a good point, though, because this guy could presumably be making a film while he's in college and not have to worry about paying the bills. Plus, also, when I was starting to write movies, he had to have some character development. Now, you know, you know, a guy, guy sees an alien and he, you know, he's, he's, and, um, and he's having a fight with his girlfriend. Don't give away your best ideas, Frank. That is a good idea, actually. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. He could be making this movie while he finishes his college. It's only six months. And he could make the movie, have a place to live while he's doing it. Case closed. You think, he's, you think he quits school? I say, before you waste another dime, Stephen, and before your kid wastes another minute and another penny of your money, pack it in. What the hell are you studying for anyway now? It's a pandemic. Get out of there. You're not, you're not doing anything. You're not learning anything. Get out of there. And, and start making plans for your future. You only get one life. Live it to the fullest. Do what you got to do. It's not like you're going to be a dentist. You're going to be a filmmaker. You can't learn anything in college. You can't. Well, I, mean, I, I don't know, Frank. I don't know. Well, I've said what I had to say on the subject, and yeah. I... And so we've I, given you completely conflicting opinions. But listen, But hey, if you want to know I'm my hat size, it's seven and I've a quarter. Never, I've, never, I've never won the Waldo Salt Screenwriting Award at the Sundance Film Festival. That would be Frank Whaley who's done that, not me. So maybe you want to take his advice and not mine, because, you know, I, all I know how to do is make a podcast and write 
some funny things. That's not true at all. You are uh, don't sell yourself short. You know kid. how to do a lot of stuff. You 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 are you are a, a, a jack of all trades and master of many of them. And and let me tell you something. You you give good advice. I think, you know, in this case, you have a different opinion of mine. Yeah. Well, because it, I I mean I guess you're right, but I, I I don't know that I've used my college my college degrees. I have two of them. I don't know that I've used them. Except that. What do you mean you have two of them? Well, I was a double major. Yeah, that's not two degrees. Well, I have a, yes, I have a BA in English literature and I have a BA in performing arts. Yeah, that, that, come on. Don't go around saying, don't go around saying you have two degrees. That's like saying, no, you don't have a a bachelor's and a master's. No, I never said I had a master's degree. Yeah, but you have one degree. I have two bachelor's degrees. Yeah, that, that'll get, that and and a, a seven and a quarter size hat to get you on a subway train. That's what I'm saying is that it didn't didn't actually do anything good for me. So maybe you have a point. Maybe you have a point. Look, Heather, you are a great success in your life. You are you're, you, the life and times of Heather Buca Whaley are extraordinary. And none of it has anything to do with your degree from Colby College, your one degree from Colby College. It has to do with your fortitude, your your endless, uh, relentless pursuit of knowledge and the behind that you possess that won't stop. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know what's really funny is that we did this astrological chart thing, and what it said about me is exactly what I'm saying right now, the advice that I'm giving. That's how I see the world. And what you're saying is, is exactly what your chart said about you, that you're, you're very motivated to go after your dreams and make them happen. And that's what you're telling this kid to do. Yes. What if it was your son who was so close to getting a degree and was like, you know what? I think I'm going to be a musician. I'm, I'm leaving school. I tell him you're going to stay in school, motherfucker. Or you're going to get your ass whooped. There you go. Bye. Bye. Bye.